Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Hello. Hello. We're back again for another week. Yeah, back with the devotionals. Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep charging ahead with these. Guys, we've been working on this for like a year, so yeah. we're just really excited. Think of that 365 yeah. observations on life. We lot. just, at some point, we just started doing them in other languages. I just want you guys to know that I asked for there to be one about snails, and there never that's was true. one, and I'm still a little It's not that we it. didn't try. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, gave it our college best. The next 365, we'll get snails in there. We'll get oh, yeah. snails Fruit in cake, that one. All the things. Yeah. <laughs> well, this week, uh, we are looking at a devotional called Vulnerability versus Transparency. Sam, would you read that for us? Why is it you can be around someone telling you personal things about themselves and yet feel still outside of their loop? Maybe it's because there's a chasm of difference between transparency and vulnerability. Transparency is choosing to disclose yourself to others, but in ways that you choose. You're being open, but you're in control, with little intention of letting anyone in. Preachers have often been accused of this selective openness. Hey, 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 hey. The preacher in the room. (laughs) Not mentioning any. No, certainly not. (laughs) In vulnerability, you not only tell the truth about you, but also allow others in to help. You're giving others permission to know the pain of your weakness, allowing them to care for you. You're not only allowing yourself to come out of hiddenness, but you are also no longer pretending you can solve what you've revealed. The important point is not that something gets fixed, but that nothing ever has to be hidden. That's so good. Have you been transparent or vulnerable with issues in your life? Who would you let in to ask for their help and care? 1 Peter 1 verse 22. Let me read that. Having purified your souls by obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Love that. Gosh, this is such a hard one. I think I'm so good at being transparent in the ways that uh, we're open, but we're in control. I think so often when I had hard conversations, I think of the possible responses and outcomes of what I'm going to say. I'm already planning steps A, B, and C. So yes, I'm being transparent and open, but I'm not being vulnerable and honest because I'm already anticipating their response, whether that's good or bad. That's just what I've, I'm mm-hmm. so open to doing. Um, but those select few that I can be vulnerable with, I find that I'm already safe, and so I'm not planning their A, B, C responses, but I know that when I do come to them with something hard, they're not going to come to try and change me or to give me um, action plans or accountability steps. They're going to just come alongside me and just be there with me and not try and fix me, but just be in my pain with me. Um, I think often when I am being transparent or talking about something hard, I can... If I get a poor response from someone who responds poorly, whatever I'm going to say, I'm not going to want to then invite them into giving them permission to enter into my pain um, because I don't feel safe with them. Um, So, yeah, that's a hard one, though, because some people you can be vulnerable with and other people are not necessarily as safe to take that next step to give them permission to enter into those hard places. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because it, it makes me think about experiences I've had where I, I choose to be transparent with someone that I'm not sure. I'm not sure where we're at. I'm not sure what they can maybe handle. Um, I maybe think that they love me, but I don't know if they can really be in the hard stuff. And, um, I can think of specific times where I've been transparent about something and just kind of told them this is what's going on, but at a lower level, a little more shallow and, 
And there have been times where I've gotten fixed responses where I've had people that immediately jump into, well, this is what you need to do that have even in those conversations, like insisted that I do what they think would fix it. And, and that it's interesting that sometimes transparency can be, um, just kind of an indication of how is this person responding at this level? Well, then I guess I'm, I'm probably not going to wade in further and, and be vulnerable and really give you permission because even at this level, you're trying to, to control me. Um, yeah, sometimes on the person listening, we don't know what to do. We want to give an answer because we hurt for the person and we're not mature enough yet to be able to say they don't need me to give a fixing answer. But I know early in our marriage, I would do that to Stacy, and she would just say, would you just hold me? Would you just hear me? Would you just tell me that you're hearing me? Don't give me a solution. I know the solution. I don't need the solution. But it, when you're seeing someone in pain, it, it's hard not to. It's, it's a learned act of love to not. Yeah. It reminds me of, I mean, it's a funny video, but it's that same message of where this wife has a nail, literally like a nail oh, on her yes. forehead. <laughs> and then yeah. the husband's like, honey. And she's like, I have these headaches and I can't uh, focus. And I feel like something is just wrong. He's like, honey, there's a nail in your head. She's like, it's not about the nail. So he's trying to you fix You always her. want to make it about the nail, yeah, don't you? Yeah. 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 So he's trying to fix her. But he's like, just listen to me. I just want to complain. My and sweaters just... are always snagged. Yeah. <laughs> Bree, you were describing kind of what it what it feels like when it, when someone responds really well in vulnerability. Can you just describe more of, because, you know, I think a lot of us are listening of like, all right, so when someone's vulnerable with me, I want to respond well and faithfully. And, and like John was saying, it can be really hard to figure it out. Yeah, I think the fear and shame in us tells us that people are not going to respond well. Um, I think fear allows us the... Um, yeah, I think fear makes us scared that we are going to be judged, that we are going to be in the wrong or that something is wrong with us. Like we talk about so often that that lie that we're so often told. But when when I have experienced mm-hmm. being vulnerable with people that I trust and that I know will love me, um, they don't respond out of that. They respond by just coming alongside and not having, John, like you said, an answer to all my problems yeah. or um, they just come alongside. They listen. Um they don't enable me per se to keep walking in whichever path I'm walking in, but they will come alongside with an arm mm-hmm. over my shoulder and mm-hmm. kindly and gently um, pointing me back to Jesus. But again, not having an answer to fix me, but just coming alongside me because they love me for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. What I've, do you guys ask when, uh, what are you asking when, you're being wanting to be vulnerable. What are you asking of a friend? What are the words you're using? Would you, if I'm letting someone in, how do you guys do that? What, what are the things you do? I feel like you can be vulnerable in a lot of different areas. So like I think of, I think of with Bree, I asked her at one point, you know, Mm -hmm. I, if you see this happening, will you please tell me, will you, will you watch me and not, and, because I'm not afraid you're going to watch me like a cop to get me in trouble, but so that you're going to watch so me good. with love to help me, to help me mature and to help me see where sometimes my actions maybe aren't loving people. Well, will you tell me? And that's, that's a specific kind of 
giving permission to asking them to speak into, but sometimes also you're, you're vulnerable with, I need to tell you this is going on and, and I don't know what to do. And I, I am asking, what do you think? What do you see? What do you think I should do? Not just, I'm just going to tell you about this thing and then don't tell me anything and not don't give me a five-step program to fix me and then put surveillance on me or something. But I want to hear from you and I want to receive it. I think with my friendship with Brittany, kind of in response, when I share something really hard or when I do enter that vulnerability, I'm not often often asking for a specific question. Um, but since she knows me, she knows my heart. She so knows that I just need to be reminded who I am. Hmm. And so in those hard moments of when I'm just in the dark questioning, I don't have a question for her in my stories or in hmm. what I'm talking about. But I just she knows to meet me where I'm at and just remind me who I am hmm. to kind of recenter whatever I'm going through at the time. So I don't often have questions. So, so you've already given her that permission in those areas. And you, and so now you're just living life together and you know, she's going to love you and whatever that is. I don't think I've said directly, directly those words, but I think through our relationship these past few years, I trust her enough to hope and to know that she will, she'll come alongside me in that. When you're being vulnerable, I don't think it matters so much what the words are that you say that you ask. I think it comes down to like letting go of control because transparency is ultimately mm-hmm. you, you're still mm-hmm. holding on to control. Like, well, mm-hmm. you're not going to enter into my life. I still have that control. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you these things. But vulnerability is letting go of the control mm-hmm. and letting them enter in because you don't know what they're going to do or what they're going to say. Yeah. I, I loved actually, Sam, you said this that, you know, we sometimes forget we live in this. We don't live in this office. That'd be weird. But <laughs> we live in this environment. And um, so sometimes we can forget. I think a lot of people don't know that there's a difference yeah. between yeah. transparency and vulnerability. Yeah. And I think that's because it's hard to do for both sides. Like I know that I've had people be vulnerable with me and known in that moment that I've not responded the right way, but also been like, I I want you to be vulnerable with me again, and I I'm sorry that I didn't. But <laughs> can I quickly earn that can, trust can again? We, can yeah. we go? Can we go back? Um, it's a it's an interesting two way street of like, ex- I don't know when I'm vulnerable with someone and expecting a perfect response is going to cause me to never be vulnerable with anyone ever again because right. no one's going to respond the right way every time. Yeah. Um, and I think I can say this as millennial, so I'm allowed. <laughs> but um, I think that is something that our generation has we, we've moved in some ways, like the the message of don't be closed off to people. We're like, oh, I'm not closed off to people. I tell people tons of stuff. I mean, we are the generation of just so much more social media use, which means that you are sharing stories of what you're doing. You're sharing posts. Maybe yeah. you are a little over the, you know, some people overshare on social media. Hey, exactly. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Again. Exactly what's. <laughs> going on and this is my pain and and you tell people a lot of things and i think there's a lot of people in their 20s and 30s that are saying why do i still not feel connected why do i still not feel like i have these authentic relationships i tell my friends a lot of stuff and i still there's still this hollowness this shallowness even though i'm I'm saying a lot and so i think Mm -hmm. sometimes for older generations it's this idea of sharing the real stuff is terrifying for us it's like i share real stuff and it's still not, mm. it's still not feeling fulfilling. And I think it's this difference between, are you just sharing stuff? Are you letting someone look in the windows of your house and saying, this is what it looks like inside? Or are you actually inviting people in to help you 
rearrange the furniture or sort through that, that pile of stuff? Are you inviting them to speak or are you just sharing what's going on? Cause I think that that, that trips us up where we think I am sharing. Why am I not feeling connected? Um, yeah. If you go back to our last podcast, we were talking about performance. And one of the things we're doing with this devotional is trying to connect the little dots of yeah. how these interplays in our relationships connect. And we were talking about shame and, and Bree talked about shame just a little earlier about how it's so difficult and it's so easy to get tripped up into, I shouldn't trust you or I shouldn't this. And, and Sammy's a really good point of like, I, w- I want to be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Give me another shot. And the lie, which is also true a lot of the time, is that this just doesn't work. And if you step back into when Jesus, bit by bit, softens your heart to realize that you are enough, that you are accepted, that you don't have to prove yourself. And when you start to believe that even a little bit, that softer heart is going to make you a person who doesn't have to fix people. It's going to make you a person who has done the hard work of trusting the Holy Spirit and Christ and the Father through hard times. And it's going to help you to encourage people to trust that, no, you are on the right road. Here, let me help you. Let me pick you up. Let me get you back. I'm going to walk with you a little. Maybe I'll dust you off a little bit, but it's not my job. My job to love you and to encourage you to be reminded of how much you are loved. And that often is what people need to get back toward the right that they already believe. Now, sometimes that's not true. Sometimes it's a little bit, you got to dig in a little bit more. But most of the time, we just need to be reminded of how loved we are. And then we're like, okay, I got energy for this. So that's how those to connect in many other ways. But when you read this devotional, we hope that that happens all over of like, oh, Oh, that applies to why I don't feel accepted. And that's about friendship. And that's about, ooh, get excited. Yeah. I love the line. I just, part of this is this next line. The important point is not that something gets fixed, but that nothing ever has to be hidden. Part of what we're doing with each other is saying, I'm, I, even though you failed at this before, I need you so that I don't get hidden so that I don't get in my own head, so that I don't pretend that I can solve this by myself. One of the great gifts of vulnerability is that statement is we're not trying to fix you, but but it is a great gift for me to not be hidden. It breaks the power of so much. Awesome. Well, we will see you guys next week on the True Face Podcast. Remember, you guys can pre-order Trust for Today now so that you make sure you get it in time for Christmas on our store or on Amazon. Uh, We will see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye-bye.